It's the Adam Ritz Show, a social awareness talk show touching on fellowship, leadership, philanthropy, and more. Adam hosts the show on location from coast to coast, interviewing college students, student athletes, campus administrators, professional athletes, and social experts about social issues ranging from bullying to Twitter and everything in between. And now it's your social awareness radio host, Adam Ritz. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Thanksgiving edition of the Adam Rich Show. We are less than two weeks out from Turkey Day. Jay, gobble, gobble, gobble. How are you? That was an excellent gobble. I, you know, have practiced and I've worked on it. It's a, it's a laugh getter with the elderly. Uh, I do that every time I visit a nursing home, family member or otherwise. I do the gobble, and it gets a lot of laughs and smiles. That is excellent. <laughs> I, Plus, I would thought if a school play ever needs you, uh, possibly you could be lent out. Gobble, 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 gobble! <laughs> <laughs> you know, that one wasn't very good. I, I think when I'm on the spot, it's worse. Uh, if, I, if it naturally comes out, you, you weren't expecting it, it was no. better. Uh. Uh, so for the Thanksgiving show, we're going to talk about some Thanksgiving Tips, holiday tips, uh, maybe family cooking, whatever, to prepare for the big holiday coming up. One thing I saw this week, uh, which is an amazing statistic, 50 million pumpkin pies will be consumed this Thanksgiving Day. On November 28th, Americans will eat 50 million pumpkin pies. It's quite an extraordinary number because there's approximately 350 million people in the United States. So of that total quite a high percentage are going to be enjoying pumpkin pie. Well, it's interesting you brought that up because if you do the math, there's about eight pieces per pie, 50 million pies. That's 400 million pieces of pumpkin pie. And with what you just said, if there's about 350 million people in America, and I know a lot of people that don't like pumpkin pie, right. that aren't going to have one piece. That means there's some of us that are going to have three, four, five or six pieces of pumpkin pie. So if you think about that for just a second, there's a piece of pie representing every man, woman, and child in the United States, and it will be consumed. And as you said, some people will say, oh, no thanks. But the ones that have said no thanks will just will have to pass along, and then someone's got to eat those pieces of pie. You know some people are eating three or four or five slices of pie well, I'm I'm good for one, so I'll do my part okay. to help America. I'll have one piece. Uh, how many are you going to have? I could always eat two. two? I figure okay. two is a nice round number. So there's three between us. There's going to be uh, someone in my family won't have any. And you know what? I'll make you a deal. I'll make you this promise. If at my family's Thanksgiving dinner, if there's more than two people that don't have a piece, I'll have another piece. There you go. Because we got to keep these numbers up. We've got statistics. Well, and can, to maintain. You, can you imagine being inside and, and, you know, obviously even larger than the largest airplane hangar in the United States? Can you imagine tables of 50 million pies? If you could collect all 50 million pies in one location, I'm not even sure how much surface area. It might be like as big as a state. You don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not good at math, but can you imagine? It would fill the entire state of Tennessee. It, I mean, who it knows? Might. It, it might. It might. Well, before we get into more uh, holiday details and information, I want to thank our sponsors today, our underwriters at Vibonomics and Vibonomics.com, spelled with a V, Vibonomics. 
Uh, they do audio uh, experience inside retail stores across the country. If you walk into a store and you hear some pleasant music, some voiceover messaging, maybe an advertisement between songs, you're probably listening to Vibonomics, and you can learn more at vibonomics.com. As the holiday show continues, happy Thanksgiving. I'm Adam Rich, Jay Baker with me. Gobble, 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 gobble. See, it's better when you don't know it's coming. You didn't. I, I'm completely <laughs> surprised, and that is an excellent turkey, my friend. Now, you know, when you talk about Thanksgiving, it's one of those holidays that you think, well, sure, I, I seemingly know a lot about it, but there's some fascinating Thanksgiving uh, fun facts. And I thought we really should cover some of these because they represent, as you know, such an Americana event. Uh, and the first Thanksgiving was celebrated back in 1621. Uh, we talked a little about it a little bit earlier before we did the show, and they think that there were probably 50 pilgrims and 90 Indians, and it took three days for the entire feast. Now, I've been known to have my Thanksgiving <laughs> sure. dinner last three days, too. Uh, maybe, I've, maybe four or five days, depending on how many leftovers are left over. Well, that's what we will get to. The leftovers are a big part of Thanksgiving. In fact, a number of Americans actually prefer the leftovers to the primary meal. I are, couldn't agree with that more. Yeah, the leftovers are kind of fun. You got them in the fridge and you're sitting there and you go, boy, a little more dressing, a little more turkey. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I am uh, physically and visibly upset when there are no leftovers. Have you gone to a family member yes. who's hosting Thanksgiving? Maybe they don't normally host. It's out of state. It's a cousin of a cousin or an aunt you don't usually see. And there's enough food there for everybody to eat and be sure. full, but then there, there's no take home a sack. You don't get to take anything home. Right. You drive back home, and for the next four days, it's a four day weekend. And for the next three days, you've got nothing in the fridge. We've been known, my family and I have been known to make our own Thanksgiving dinner on Friday just for the sole purpose of having leftovers for the next three, four, five days. You would not be alone. It's so amazing that you said that. Our particular uh, tradition at my house, we're empty nesters now. And very typically, we'll go out to eat on Thanksgiving because, you know, several restaurants are open. And then we go to a local deli and actually get our leftovers so that we can have leftovers. Now, wait, okay, so you do make Thanksgiving dinner on Thanksgiving, or you go we to a restaurant. We actually go out and eat. Empty nesters, so you go out on by. Thursday. Yeah, there's this great deli near our house. Then, then they make extraordinary turkey and dressing and sides. And then we buy what is probably proportional to maybe a dinner and a half, mm -hmm. take it all home, put it in the fridge. Now, we actually have leftovers. So it just was one of those things where we said, we can't pass this up. We have to do this. What's your go-to leftover? Is it the stuffing? I love stuffing. There's And there's something ironic. Cold stuffing, to me, tastes extraordinary. I don't know why, but I love it. Do you heat yours up? I, I do. I have to heat it up. And ah. I like it a little – I don't like it dry. Right. I know some people like it dry and crunchy. Maybe maybe an end, an end piece that's crunchy is okay, but for right. the most part – I like it better when it's a little moist and, little, and hot. A little, little yeah. moist, and then you warm it up. Yeah. To me, cold dressing, I don't know what it is, but just I absolutely love it. Now, I do on my left, now that we're getting into the leftover strategy, I like to uh, fill the plate. You've got your stuffing, broccoli casserole. And I know green bean casserole is popular. I, right. I'm, I'm more into the, I like the broccoli casserole. Um, 
So stuffing, broccoli, cas- broccoli casserole, mashed potatoes, and turkey. And then I, I heat it up in the microwave. But then when I stir everything up for the second go-round in the mic, I mix everything together. It's just one giant plate of everything. It's almost like uh, the way a skillet breakfast is, where it's yes. just all mixed together. I like it all together. I get everything in each and every bite. All the traditional flavors mixed together. So, yeah, yeah see, that's an interesting way to go, too. <laughs> you know, and somebody else is listening to that and going, oh, there's just no way. But for you, it works. And you're right. Yeah. It has to be there. All the elements have to be there. I've gained four pounds since this show started, <laughs> just talking about it. Well, as you said, uh, turkey. Uh, for Thanksgiving is very traditional. They feel that probably about 46 million turkeys are cooked for Thanksgiving each year, and that's an awful lot of turkey, as you might imagine. Um, Now, on Christmas, 22 million families host an encore with another turkey. So if you think about it, we cook a number of turkeys for Thanksgiving, and then half again as much will be cooked up for Christmas dinner. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we're talking about probably on order of about 75 million turkeys altogether uh, during the holiday season. Now, you probably have heard this phrase, uh, tryptophan, or this word, tryptophan. Uh-huh. That is supposedly the thing that makes you drowsy after you have turkey. And it's not a myth. Well, here's what's interesting. Or it's, is it? it? Well, the tryptophan <laughs> isn't what actually makes you tired. You probably prepared yourself mentally knowing you'll be tired after eating turkey but the holiday bird isn't actually to blame instead the reason you can't imagine doing else but watching football on the couch is because you overate that's the scientific reason for why you fall asleep so it is a myth it is somewhat of a myth. While there is tryptophan in turkey that does not specifically make you tired I feel I don't feel good about myself now I, because basically what you just said to me is, Adam, the tryptophan isn't making you tired. The fact that you're a lazy, <laughs> you're a, the fact that you're a lazy American oh, is what my. makes you tired. You're gonna love this. My brothers and I, we there were three, so the, a total of four kids in our family, and it was a chaotic mess with four boys in that household. We used to go to these big Thanksgivings, and it was hilarious. We'd sit there on the couch and wait for relatives to fall asleep, and we'd just get the biggest chuckle out of it because eventually all your relatives will fall asleep. Yeah. Now, once again, this is school school age boys thinking this is the height of entertainment, uh, but it really was hilarious because without fail, your uncle Walt would sit down, he'd watch about four to five minutes of football, and next thing you know, he's snoring. And it's funny. <laughs> See, I don't I'm care how old you tired are. right it's now. Fu- <laughs> it's funny to, to see old Uncle Walt fall asleep in the Davenport. Yeah. It's actually, they say now, because we do overeat, and simply put, too, we spend so much time getting ready for the big meal. Oftentimes, you know, like you said, you may be traveling to a relative's house. You may be preparing mm-hmm. part of it yourself. Traveling is exhausting. Taking it with you to other places. There's yeah. an awful lot going on. So that may be the reason that you fall asleep more than the trip to fan. You're hosting the event. You've been planning for the event for weeks. You're out shopping for the event. Day of, somebody forgot something. So you have to run to the store to get some 
marshmallows for the sweet potatoes. Yes. So all that's exhausting. Plus, you know, too, when you get to the store, the item that you're going for has been completely scavenged off the shelves. Marshmallows only sell maybe, what, twice a year. You know, probably around 4th of July, we're going to have some mores. And, of course, you know, for uh, for Thanksgiving because of sweet potatoes. But the other time, those same bags sit there at the grocery store day in and day out. <laughs> they know they're going to sit there for another three or four months. Why? Because not until another special event will they be purchased. But the day that you have to get that bag of marshmallows, good luck. You already know what that's like. <laughs> mm-hmm. I always call it full-body contact shopping. You might have to knock someone out of the way to grab that last bag. That's right. Absolutely. I've been there. <laughs> you just might have to do it. Now, this was a, a, a fun fact that I came across that surprised me. Believe it or not, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is uh, one of the biggest days of uh of alcohol consumption. I uh, I am very well versed in what has become known as Blackout Wednesday. That's correct. They call it Blackout Wednesday. Uh, I've done some consulting with college campuses and college athletic departments on social media, alcohol awareness, and decision-making. And without question, it is uh, decided upon by bar owners, nightclub owners, and police officers that the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is worse for alcohol abuse and trouble and arrests and DUIs than New Year's Eve. Because I was amazed by that. People are home. They're home to see, you know, people are home from college break. You get to see your high school buddies or people you grow up with or your aunt or uncle you haven't seen in a year if you're older and no one has to go to work the next day. Only one person in the family has to get up early to turn the oven on, so you get to sleep in, and people really tie one on on Wednesday night. And it can be trouble. So, you know, I know we're ha- we're talking about fun facts, but uh, part of this public affairs show is to help in the decision-making yes. process and social issues. And if you are in a family where the alcohol is flowing, just stop and think for a second, how could my weekend or my Thanksgiving really become – um, a tragic story, and that is, you know, if you drink too much and start making some terrible decisions. Well, the uh, car lift corporation called Uber actually offered free rides last year. Now, don't know whether they'll do that again, but please do Uber or cab or Lyft, something that gets you home safely. I am a little surprised. I thought that was really interesting that you knew it was called Blackout Wednesday. Yeah, Blackout Something Wednesday. I did not realize. And when I think back over my, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't drink anymore. And uh, we've always talked, Jay, uh, at this point in our life, how we have something now that we didn't have in our twenties, and that is wisdom and experience. Uh, in my twenties, I think about my New Year's Eve experiences and my. Wednesday before Thanksgiving experiences. The Wednesday, Blackout Wednesday, was far, far more social and more uh, crazy and a higher risk than New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is just kind of, they always called it amateur night. You know, that's when the amateurs go out anyway. Or, you know, Wednesday night, I mean, that's, there's an electricity in the air. Uh, You get to see old family and old friends you haven't seen in a while. If you're over 21 and there's alcohol flowing, before you know it, uh, you could have a glass of wine, even if you're not a big drinker, and 10 stories later with your favorite uncle or aunt you haven't seen in 18 months, you've had 
X amount of glasses of wine more than you normally have, and now you're going to drive home. Boom. Now you're staring a DUI in the face, and that's how you're going to spend your weekend with, careful, right? with the police officers in the, in the county jail. Yeah, I don't think county jail is probably your best bet on a Thanksgiving. I don't have any fun facts regarding that. That doesn't I, sound like much fun. I would be willing to bet the turkey dinner at the county jail mm-hmm. is not as good that the food on the tin tray or the plastic tray through right. the little slot in the door is not going to be as good as what Uncle Walt will serve before he takes a nap. Plus, you will not get leftovers. If you do go to Uncle Walt's house, you're going to get leftovers. Well, you might get leftovers if you're there three to five. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, you know, Canada also celebrates Thanksgiving, but on a different day. I, I thought that that was... Pretty is it, darn interesting. Is it called Thanksgiving, or do they call it something different, like Armistice Day? Or uh, uh, You know, I accidentally chopped off the rest of that fun fact, but yes, it is called something different, but it's very similar to our North American tradition. It's called Le Thanksgiving. Le. Now, here's, <laughs> here's something I think, Adam, you'll be amused by after okay. the meetings that we had today where we were laughing uncontrollably for a few minutes. Uh, Black Friday is also the busiest day of the year for plumbers. Really? I, I thought this was fascinating. I mean, I just thought you were pivoting into the shopping, uh, you know, the busiest day for shopping, but it's the busiest day for plumbers because <laughs> everybody's busy. toilets clog, plumbing well, he, stops here's what because happens. of Thanksgiving. Yeah, there's a lot of strain on your plumbing system, and if you think about it, um, even something like your kitchen drain, because now you, you're doing a lot of cooking and baking and you're throwing a lot of water down there. You have extra guests over. So, yes, things like kitchen drains, garbage disposals, and we don't mean to be indelicate, but uh, even toilets require a little more attention the day after Thanksgiving than any other day of the year. Never, I've never thought of it, but now that you say that out loud... In my head, in the last 30 seconds, I could think of three instances in my family at our house growing up where we had a plumbing issue over Thanksgiving. The toilet upstairs overflowing down through the chandelier oh, downstairs. Be a mess. Uh, we had a sink. Um, the kitchen sink fell out of the countertop because the turkey weighed so much. We oh put my. it in the sink to thaw or whatever, and it and it the sink fell. Uh, another time, the garbage disposal backed up yes. because of all the extra food that people were throwing away after they ate. You know, when you're used to a family of four, that garbage disposal now all of a sudden has a family of 24 Correct. putting stuff down it. Yeah, it's the yeah. busiest day of the year for plumbers. plumbers. That's interesting. So, yeah. So, if you are a plumber, you may be able to say, absolutely, I've known this. Or you need to kind of say to people helping you in your kitchen, be ultra careful what you put down that drain because we don't want to see the plumber. That's crazy interesting. It's something Very that, good. You, once again, these are things you just don't even think about. Now, over 32 million people will begin Black Friday shopping on Thanksgiving itself. You know, the tradition has kind of altered just a tiny bit where some businesses will get a jump on Black Friday. Now, my personal feeling is, yes, Black Friday, great time to get some bargains on shopping. But don't you feel just a little bit bad for those that have to actually man those retail stores do you you do i i actually kind of think to my i don't go out on thanksgiving but i think to myself i feel bad there's a lot of clerks that could be at home just enjoying their well, family that, that is true uh although i i know some of them uh 
enjoy the opportunity to get some extra time on their paycheck. They could get some extra time. And then also, too, you know, uh, Thanksgiving is a day that lends itself to, hey, we're home. We're, we've really enjoyed each other's company, but you know that's why their movie attendance is so high on Thanksgiving because as a family you go, we're driving each other crazy. Let's go see the Avengers. Yeah, you know, so that's something about you know, and, and there has to be someone there to run the film for, for you. sure, for sure. Uh, so another, uh, a lot of people, um, you know, of course, uh, go to the mall. Uh, either on Thanksgiving or on Black Friday. Black Friday still draws the biggest crowd of the entire weekend. And uh, according to the National Retail Federation, they think that 115 million people will be out on Black Friday. That is a... 115 million. That's about a third of the population. That's crazy. It's a crazy amount. So, in other words, about the time that you say, oh, well, I'll wait till Cyber Monday or, you know, you know, some stores have the Black Friday deals that go on for a while. There are people that are out there aggressively shopping. Now, 115 I, million. I think my sister used to. I don't think she does it anymore. But she used to be one of the crazies that would get up at 4 o'clock in the morning on yes. Black Friday, uh, throw on the scarf, hit the coffee cafe and get a get a giant cup of coffee and go to the mall at 5 a.m. for the stores that are opening that early. She was one of those 115 million what I call crazies that want to go shopping holiday shopping at 5 in the morning the day after I know the tryptophan capital day of the year. Well, and you know what's going to happen on uh so at some point that weekend there's going to be a video of a crowd that went absolute banana land yeah. at a large retailer. And you hope nobody ever gets hurt, but you know, let's just say the Black Friday deal of the century where this television set, ordinarily $750, is on sale for $499 or something along those lines. And you literally see a crowd of people descend on the televisions as if locusts onto food. You yeah. know, it's really yep. amazing. It'll have, we'll see that video. Absolutely. For sure. Now, uh, there are four towns in the United States that are named Turkey. They're in Arizona, Texas, Louisiana, and North Carolina. So there's an actual town just called Turkey. Turkey, Texas. Turkey, Texas. So I'm going to I'm going to imagine that the Thanksgiving celebration in Turkey, Texas is probably quite extraordinary. I wonder if there's a Texas in Turkey. Now, wouldn't that be fascinating? And there, if they have like a, a, a school exchange program. <laughs> <laughs> it's not confusing at I all. I mean, that would be, that you great? can just wear your school sweatshirt either way. Either way. You're, you're all set. <laughs> now, the average number of calories consumed on Thanksgiving is at or near about 4,500 calories. I have to say, if that's what you're having, 4,500 calories, uh-huh. then you're not trying. You're not trying. I think I have 4,500 <laughs> calories before we even have the meal. You know, you have, <laughs> let's just say if you have the one o'clock Thanksgiving dinner at 1 p.m. Right. Uh, and that's when you sit down with your plate that's piled high like a small mountain. I, I swear I probably have 3,000 calories before that plate is even made with just noshing around the kitchen handfuls of this cupfuls you know, of all that. the mix nuts and everything yeah, around some yeah. checks mix and maybe a piece of 
pumpkin pie, maybe. Uh, you know what's big for us is uh, coconut cream pie. I don't know if that's that doesn't scream Thanksgiving to a lot of families, but uh, at the Thanksgiving dinners that I go to, there are at least three different coconut cream pies. Yeah, that is uh, that's some gluttony there. So I'll have two or three pieces of coconut cream pie before I even put a fork in <laughs> any real food. Uh, broccoli, stuffing, turkey. Well, you do have the sweet tooth, so that doesn't 40, surprise me. 4,500 calories. I bet I, I Honestly, I bet I'm around nine or 10,000 for that's the day. That's amazing. So the average consumption is 4,500 calories. And possibly, <laughs> this is just conjecture, but when you see it in print, the potential of 229 grams of fat during the big meal, again, which is three to four times what you, you should be consuming. You're not even trying, if that's if that's what you're <laughs> yes, doing, if you that's are. your goal. <laughs> Here is the good news, though. You could participate in a turkey trot. Guilty. I love doing them. There are plenty of them around. We've talked about it before on this show. It's a way to get out, be social, get a little wind in your hair, especially uh, take the whole family out there with you. It's a lot of fun. Best way to start the day, burn some calories. It's uh, it's cold if you're in the northern part of the country. Um, it, you know, If these, these 5Ks drumstick dash turkey trot starts at 8.30 in the morning, you got to get there around 7:45. You know, if you're you're starting line, you got to park and walk to the start finish line. Uh, lo- most local news channels are there on hand. That's great film for their news broadcast through the day. And let's face it, there's not a lot of news on right. Thanksgiving. So after the parade and they go to the local news at noon, they got to show something. You'll probably get on TV at your turkey trot, and then it's just the best way to add to that awesome nap you're going to take later. That's right. Because you're full now, the tryptophan, tryptophan might have something to do with it, maybe not, but you're exhausted from A, getting up at 6.30 in the morning, uh, and B, running a 5K. You deserve a four-hour nap between your 9,000 calories. Well, and you and I know <laughs> our favorite local field reporter will undoubtedly be dressed in a turkey suit. That alone might be worth heading out to <laughs> it, a turkey trot because you know he'll be wearing that for sure. Uh, the first uh, ever turkey trot took more took place more than a century ago in Buffalo, New York. I'll be darned. Yeah, it was a YMCA-sanctioned turkey trot. Six runners uh, started the race, only four of them made it to the finish line. Was it a 5K? It doesn't say the length. It's interesting, though, that they knew that six runners uh, started and only four finished. But two one guy finish. just bailed out. It's that one guy was was uh, he, he he was having a little trouble with his digestion, but the other guy just basically just simply excused himself after two miles. So it might have been a 5K, and he just said, enough of this. I mean, that's a bad success rate for no, uh, – they didn't get any good footage to market the second no. annual and then the next no. year. They should have sent more people out. So today, turkey trots are a much bigger deal. In 2018, more than 1 million people were expected to finish a Thanksgiving-themed race, and around 1,000 turkey trots took place all around the country. So as we've said, there's no doubt in our minds that you'll find one very close to where you live, and it is kind of fun. It's interesting to think about one million people will run a 5K on Thanksgiving morning, but 115 million people will go shopping the next day on Black Friday. Well, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) When you start to look at some of these numbers, it's astonishing. It's just absolutely amazing. Now, you probably know that a, a turkey trot would be a perfect setting to try to set a record 
for the largest gathering of people dressed as turkeys. Sure, I've seen them. Yeah. You'll also be pleased to know that this did occur on Thanksgiving Day in 2011. Runners at the YMCA Turkey Trot in Dallas, Texas, dressed up in their finest turkey suits. In total, 661 people came wearing their feathered finest. That record seems like it would be easier to break. Uh, now, thanks to the fact that all of these box stores, Meyer, Walmart, Target, have those onesies, those fleece onesies. You can see maybe a SpongeBob or a Chewbacca. A vampire one is popular during October. Uh, But they've got these fleece onesies that you can wear, almost made out of like like a hoodie, like a sweatshirt material. Maybe it's fleece, but they've they've got the turkey. I've seen them, and it's 20 bucks. So I bet there's going to be 700 people dressed in that turkey onesie. Uh, at the at the turkey trot I'm going to do. So that record will fall this year, I predict. Okay. We will be definitely looking to see if stay, that record falls. Right. Stay tuned for the, for an update on this, on this story that America awaits. Now, you'll be pleased to know as we finish this up, Adam, you know, you gave your amazing turkey gobble. Well, you'll be – this is interesting. Only male turkeys, appropriately named gobblers, actually make that turkey sound. Female turkeys – do a little cackle instead. So if you're trying to figure out whether a turkey's a male or a female, you have to wait until they actually make their appropriate turkey noise. I had no idea. These are some awesome fun facts. That one's maybe the most fun. I just assumed all turkeys did the gobble. Gobble, gobble. You would think. And the female turkeys cackle? Cackle. (laughs) So there you go. That's the difference. But no matter what... Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Do it in a safe way, and it is an amazing holiday. A lot of getting together and a lot of dining. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving, Jay. We hope you enjoy your families this season. Uh, As always, you can join us online. It's adamritzshow.com. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live, both in studio and across the country. For information on this broadcast, including how to hear this show on a station in your city, visit adamritzshow.com.